This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Today on this episode of The Drop Podcast, we're going to be going over a very important game for both teams. If you're the Predators, you're still fighting for that third position in the Central Division. If you're the Blues, you want to continue to have control of it. You don't want to let the Predators back in and allow them to do too much. So this would be a fun game to watch. Both teams were going to be physical, and they were in this game. There was chippiness. Some of it was illegal chippiness. There should have been penalties called on both sides. But I would say the Predators started the chippiness. Uh, one of the players took a fall in the game after David Perron maybe blew on him with his mouth. I mean, barely touched him and fell. And uh, it, Perron got a penalty for it. It was a terrible, terrible call. And that would kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. Uh, both goalies in this game coming into it knew that most likely they would be tested often in this game. And they both were. You had Soros on the Predator side, the backup goalie for Pekka Rene, and of course, Jake Allen, who's just been totally hot lately. Out of his last six starts, Jake is only, his goals against is 1.30. That is just ridiculous. And a couple of those games, the defense didn't play that great, and Jake, you know, had to come up and win some big games for the Blues. So we're looking for a physical game. We're looking for a game that both goaltenders should play well, and they did. However, Soros, even though he made some good saves in this game, but just about five minutes and 22 seconds in, Tarasenko got a great pass from Jaden Schwartz and just put it by the arm on the blocker side of Soros to give the Blues a one to nothing lead. And of course, Tarasenko's 37th goal of the year. Did on the outside on the five on three. Did they ever? They had to have wasted 40 seconds moving it on the perimeter. And now Schwartz in on goal. They score! Tarasenko off the ball. Jumping! What a shot that is! Are you kidding me? Great penalty kill in goaltending leads to one offensive zone chance, and the play by Schwartz, Dipsy Doodles puts it on the short side, and how he beats Saros from this angle! A better look right here. A left-hand shot with his stick almost on the goal line, off the bar, off the pipe, down below, and in the net. That was a Vladimir Tarasenko-type goal, side of the net. You're not seeing very much for him to shoot at. He noticed a little bit of space uh, between the underarm of the goaltender and the blocker side and uh, just put it there. Put a perfect, perfect shot, and that's Tarasenko's 37th goal of the year. The Blues get on board, one to nothing. Schwartz gets the assist, is 34th. Perron gets an assist, is 26th. Perron had a great game, uh, just an awesome game today. Just was all over the place physically. Uh, he had a couple chances, and, uh, you know, he would play well. Uh, that was five minutes and 22 seconds into the first period. The Blues are up one to nothing. This is a fun game to watch, and I know I say that all the time, but lately there have been a lot of fun games to watch, and both these teams playing physical. I think the Predators uh, on their side got a little uh, dirtier sometimes 
but the Blues were giving it right back to him. You know, the Blues are not going to back down. Uh, you know, Coach Mike is not going to let them just shrivel up like a flower. They're going to give it right back. The Blues continue to give it right back. The Predators would answer that with some physical play. Questionable, questionable uh, penalties, uh, you know, in this game. And one of them, uh, actually two of them, would give the, the Predators a five on three. And guys, you're going to score on a five on three, uh, most likely than not. And the Predators did 11 minutes and 22 seconds in when Johansson's hard effort in front of the net gets him his 14th goal and a power play goal to tie it at one apiece. Now it has been tested in this first period. Cross ice, Johansson, save made through the legs, Forsberg, but still loose, and Johansson scores! Ryan Johansson ties it. A five-on-three power play goal, and this game is tied. Ellis gets it all started. He's going to get a big blast here. Allen gets a piece of it, but it softens up the coverage. Notice the net front present. Forsberg almost gets that to go back in between the legs. Credit Ryan Johansson. Smells trouble at the net front. He goes there. The first attempt can't get it to go. Back pedals away and then elevates up high, far side. No chance for Jake Allen to get to that one. No, there was no chance for Jake uh, to get to that one. Uh, he may have been a little bit out of position for making the initial saves on that, but Johansson continued to work. His first shot, uh, Jake was able to get to it. Uh, Johansson regrouped, uh, kind of moved back a couple feet and was able to get it over the top of Jake Allen. That was Johansson's 14th goal. Forsberg, who had a good game up to that point, uh, 27th assist. And, of course, P.K. Subban, the former Montreal Canadian, gets an assist on that one, his 28th. Guys were tied up at one apiece going in to the second period. Both teams had other opportunities in the first, including this one, just about a minute or so after Johansson tied it up at one apiece. Soros came up big. Trangelo's shot. It kicks out high. Fiddler unable to clear. Schwartz to Petrangelo. Back door. What a save by Soros on the deflection. Soros made a great save on that deflection, and he kept his team tied at one apiece. That's all the scoring we would have in the first period, and we would go tied at one apiece going into the second period. It just felt like whoever came out in the second period and got that first or the next two goals would really take charge. And the Blues looked good in the first period, so I was not expecting anything less from them than the way they played in the first period. They came out strong in the second period, and very quickly Soros was tested, and Alexander Steen got the puck past him to give the Blues a 2-1 to -one lead early in the second. Berkman was thrown onto that first power play unit, and Berglin went back to the David Braun unit. Well, in this game, they've gone back to Berglin on that top Steen unit. In front, Steen! He scores! What a pass from David Perron! Loving it here, and the Steen line comes up huge. You, you can see the play behind the net by David Perron. He boy, does he turn on a dime right there. Plays it to the front, and the goaltender Soros. I was mesmerized by his hands. His skate or stick, excuse me, tripped up his own player PK Subban. So now he doesn't know if it's the Blues player. He does it to his own player, and Alexander Steen's got his 50th point of the year into the open net. As I said, Perron had a great game, and this was just an example. Battling for that puck, just a great, great play. Alexander Steen waiting and waiting and waiting, 
and he kind of stands around in the front of the net, about 10, 12 feet in front of it, starts skating towards it, and Perron puts that puck right on his stick, and there's no mistake in that goal by Alexander Steen. That would be his 15th of the year, Perron's 27th assist due to his hard work. Guys, that's just 55 seconds into the second period, and it's 2-1 to one Blues. So nice to see it being 2-1. to one. The Blues from that point on really put pressure on Soros, and about two minutes after this goal, the Blues almost got another one, but Soros came up big to keep it just a one-goal deficit for the Predators. It's an area where Coach Laviolette distinguishes and oh my steal goodness. right in front. Schwartz, what saved by Soros. He erased the mistake. Philip Forsberg put it on a platter for Jaden Schwartz. Soros made a great save on that shot by Jaden Schwartz. Thought for sure Jaden had a goal there, but Soros comes up big. He continued to save his team throughout this game. The guy deserved better than what he got. The Blues were really playing well. They were putting a lot of pressure on him. And you can't stop every puck every time. And just about four minutes after this save, David Perron, due to his hard work and his great passing throughout the rest of the game, just a complete game for them, gives the Blues a 3-1 to one lead with this beautiful goal. And Perron continues to battle at the line. Petrangelo with a great keep it. And now Perron gets in front. A shot. He scores! Unbelievable! The way that he protects the puck, he uses the player that's defending, and he accelerates off the stick. Once he feels that pressure, after Petrangelo makes a nice play to keep it in, he pushes off and then he explodes into a scoring area. Now, maybe Nashville looks at the traffic in front of the net. There was some traffic in front of the net, but uh, there was no interference there by the Blues, and Nashville did not have that looked at because they did not have a case for interference. If, if you looked at it close enough, you'd see that. David Perron's hard work pays off for him. What a huge, huge, huge signing this guy is for the Blues. Gets his 17th goal of the year Petrangelo gets his 31st goal of the year that was six minutes and 47 seconds into the second the Blues are taking control of this game it's three to one now both teams are still physical the Blues aren't letting up on the Predators and the Predators aren't letting up on the Blues we knew it would be this type of game we just knew it would both teams battling they want that third position in the central division they don't want a wild card which I don't blame them one bit We've talked a lot about Soros in this game, and you know Jake Allen has had to make some good saves himself, but towards the end of this period, he really had to keep this uh, two-goal game on this great save just a little under uh, uh, 18 minutes into the second period. And now Colton Sissons for Smith. Wide open, a shot, maybe off the mask of Allen. Wow, another high howitzer. And then a drive by Yossi up high and a save on the short side by Jake Allen. Jake makes two great saves. The first one hit off his mask, and then the rebound comes out, and he gets that one too. I can't say enough about Jake Allen. He's played the way he's needed to. He's played the way that the Blues thought he would play. Uh, this is a guy that, you know, everybody's questioning him, including myself for a couple of years, whether he was the starting type of guy, he's not making those mistakes. He did at the first part of the season or over the last couple of years that tended me to believe he maybe wasn't a future starter, but man, he has proved me wrong. And I'm glad to say he's proved me wrong. He has corrected those mistakes. And a lot of the credit has to go to that for his hard work, but also because of, uh, because of Marty Brodeur, Marty Brodeur, 
come down from the high up there as assistant general manager, the former all-star goalie uh, for the Devils and then played for the Blues. He is just an excellent goalie. When he played, he was perfect. His angles were perfect. He didn't expound too much energy, not a lot of shaking around and flopping around. He has taught Jake to be in control, to get the right angles, and to improve on his glove side. And Jake has. Jake has improved so much. And now I think Jake Allen is one of the best goalies in the league. You can call me nuts. I don't care. He is. Uh, the Blues going into the third period still have the 3-1 to one lead due to that great save by Jake Allen. They would come out in the third. And guys, I think this was a full 60 minutes for the Blues. They did not let up. They played the same style of game from the first drop of the puck until the last horn sounded in the third period. And that's what they're going to have to do in the playoffs. If this is a predecessor to the playoffs and the rest of the season, we could be surprised here in the playoffs and the Blues could do very well, which I'm hoping that they do. Enough about the playoffs in the future. Let's go ahead and get back to the game. The Blues came out hard in the third period. The Predators weren't giving up either, but the Blues really pushed and pushed. And a guy who I thought had a great game besides uh, David Perron, a lot of guys had great games, was Joel Edmondson. And because of his hard work, he gets a two-on-one break, keeps the puck, and scores eight minutes and 11 seconds in to give the Blues a healthy, comfortable four-to-one lead. And then Fiala lost it, and the Blues knock two on one. Edmondson and Barbershev. Edmondson to the net. Rebound. He scores. Joel Edmondson. Big Joel Edmondson. After making a good play in his own zone here, Fiala kind of stumbles on the puck. And now it's Joel Edmondson on a two on one break. Shot, rebound, goal. A great goal for a guy who worked very hard in the game today. Just awesome, awesome to see him score. You know, some games you don't notice him very much and he makes some mistakes. But for the most part, he's a very physical de defenseman. He's got some offensive skill. He's got a good shot. Nice to see him get his third goal, and that was 8 minutes and 11 seconds in. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Predators with the loss fall to 40-28-11. The Blues with the win improve to 43-28-7 and uh, secure themselves that third spot. Uh, hopefully they can continue to... Uh, play well and Nashville loses a couple games and the Blues can uh, uh, secure it permanently for the playoffs and uh, get that spot. That would be great to see. Shots on goal. Nashville definitely outshot the Blues 36 to 25. And as I said earlier, uh, the refs in this game were terrible. They were calling stuff that shouldn't have been called and they weren't calling stuff that should have been called. So just terrible. Predators had six power play opportunities. They capitalized on one of those. The Blues were given four, and they did not get any power play goals in this game. They were 0 for 4. Faceoffs were pretty even. Uh, the Predators at 51%, the Blues at 49. From the Blues side, Tarasenko gets his 37th goal, and he worked hard in last night's game too. Perron, with his hard work on both sides of the ice, gets his 17th goal and adds two assists. And I get a lot of people telling me that Perron can't pass it, so on and so forth. And I, I disagree with him. I think he's a pretty good passer. Is he the best in the league? No. But he's a pretty good passer, passer and can put it stick to stick. Uh, Steen gets his 15th goal. Edmondson, as I said, worked hard and gets his third goal. Uh, Jaden Schwartz gets an assist. And uh, Jake Allen makes uh, 35 of 36 saves. What a big game for Jake, but he's been big a lot lately. On the Predator side, Johansson gets that power play goal due to his hard work in front of the net. That's his 14th. Forsberg played well for the Predators, gets an assist. P.K. Subban was his normal self, 
And, uh, you know, he got up, tried to get under people's skin, but it didn't work real well uh, in this game. He gets an assist. And Soros, uh, you know, really didn't play bad. Uh, I'd say out of the four goals he gave up, probably two were his fault. So, uh, you know, he, he had a pretty good game. Uh, it's not the result they wanted. Uh, you know, the Blues, uh, you know, are now in that third position and the Predators are now in the eighth in the eighth position for the wild card. Let's hope that doesn't change. And the, and the Blues continue to... Uh, Keep winning. They have to keep winning. Why don't we go ahead and do the post-game interview where we'll hear from, of course, David Perron, who got the goal, Jake Allen, who had uh, just a great, great game, uh, Steen, and also Coach Mike on this win and moving forward for the rest of the season. It's a four-point game, so it was nice uh, to uh, come out on top. And uh, what I think is just kind of build, building up uh, over the last few weeks here and just the way we've been playing and uh, with Jake, the way he's been playing too, he, they uh, they outshot us pretty good today. But uh, I think I think part of it's obviously the penalty, all the penalties we got, so they were able to get a lot of shots there. But still, he came up big uh, every opportunity they they got. Well, David, five on five, it seemed like you guys were really yeah. on your game today. I mean, you gave up, like you said, a lot of the shots came on the power play that they had. But yeah. five on five, were you, were you happy with that? Yeah, again, like uh, saves we get, like. From him and Hutz, like, I think it builds momentum. And, yeah, like, you're right, like, five on five tonight. I thought it was one of our better games in a while. Uh, a lot of cutbacks, a lot of plays uh, in 2F3. Guys uh, really strong on the puck. And uh, when it co- all comes together, four lines doing it, it's great. And uh, getting a lot of energy, like, every time you lose a guy in boards, can someone come in and we get energy from him, too, so it's good. David, you guys have played so well. Is this the level that you want to be at, or can you guys raise it? Yeah, I mean, and we're not going to talk about Stanley Cup right now, but uh, every team that gets in uh, has a chance for it. And uh, um, that's uh, in the end, it's, it's definitely the goal, but uh, it's building step by step, and uh, we're not there yet. But uh, I think it's a big thing that Yossi uh, is mentioning no matter what. We just keep building, and I just like the way his approach is, uh, the way he controls his emotion back there, and I think it reflects in all the group. You really put together an impressive statistical season. Why success for you? What's going right for you? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm trying to do the same every year. So I think uh, this team, uh, I know the style of play. I know my strengths are to hold on to a puck and, and be strong on it. Even if I'm a smaller guy, sometimes I feel like I, I can get out of the corner with most pucks. And uh, I think you see other guys uh, on this team doing it, Schwartz, Steiner, guys like that, uh, similar size as me. And I'm just trying to feed off these guys too. That's pretty much on your goal, what happened there, holding on to the puck. Yeah, no, goal. I mean, uh, senior's goal, great great spot by him. I think we can utilize uh, F3 a little bit more and um, just uh, trying to, again, like trying to be strong and uh, trying to be like my dog at home with, with, with his bone. He won't let it go, so trying to keep it. Yeah, uh, big, we knew it was a big game. This has been on our schedule for a while. We knew it was going to come down to between Ash and Nash there for the race and the standings, and, you know, we were, we were ready. Uh, we played well. You know, we, we got out of that first 10 crazy minutes there and uh, with uh, not much harm done and uh, this, that carried some momentum for us. Kind of crazy to face all that 5-on-3 time early. It's, it's rarity at the start of the game, but it's the way it goes. You know, we uh, responded well and uh, honestly, I think we got to be pretty happy with only giving up one there. Jake, this is kind of a statement game. David just said it was a four-point game. How would you define this one? Yeah, I guess you can say that, but uh, I think it just wanted, we just wanted to prove that you know, even though we've had a lot of injuries, a lot of losses, uh, we've we still are able capable to win, and 
uh, beat good teams, and they've been playing really well lately. And uh, we've been catching them; they've been catching us. It's just been a back and forth, and we'll see how the final four games play out. Obviously, a situation where you got to feel good about where you're at, but you can't get complacent now. Yeah, um, you know, with four games left, a uh, couple at home, a couple on the road. Um, you know, we put ourselves in a good spot. We know we're in the playoffs, but uh, we still want to try to keep working up. It's it's more or less for us is just playing well going in the playoffs, uh, doing the right things, playing well. You know, if we don't win all four games, not a big deal as long as we're playing well and uh, we're we're making good steps. Both our goalies have been playing so well for us. It's given us a lot of confidence and, um, you know, it's a sense of calm defensively. I think we're playing very extremely smart, detail-oriented and the, um, you know, tonight we took took advantage of some chances. Is that especially five on five tonight? It yeah. Like really a I mean, a lot of their chances seem no, like on the power plays that they had. Yeah, we did a good job, but I think uh, I think Jake does a great do- job of, of making everything look nice and calm. He's uh, he's a terrific goalie, and I did. Uh, you know, obviously our power play hasn't been clicking as as well as it has been in the past, so we got to. Uh, Got to find uh, another gear on that. How did you get through? That was a crazy opening ten minutes with all that five on three. How'd you weather that? Oh, well, we had no other choice. Um, you know, obviously it's unfortunate to let that one in so late on the second five on three. But um, you know, guys are willing to block shots up. We had some big ones. Revo, I think that line's you know contributing huge right now. D zone draws. Um, you know, the other lines as well with with Sandy and. Barbie, those guys have been been grinding it out and playing very well for us. So it's been a very mature style of game. It didn't look like there was much of an opening there for Perron to get you that. Yeah, yeah it hit. Like I think it hit the. Uh, he saw me as he's going behind the, the net, and then uh, I think it hits the the goal line defenseman stick and just changes the angle a little bit. So it's it's fortunate. Uh, it, was a, it was a real strong effort. You could tell right from the beginning that. Uh, the emotion and the intensity was there. Um, we didn't have to say a lot as a staff. The, the guys, they were they were clearly ready for this one. Uh, almost a little overboard emotionally, um, but you know that's it's sure nice as a coach to have to to try to bring them in a little bit as opposed to to get them going. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we we felt that as long as we kept the game five on five, we felt we were playing really well. Um, and so, um, like you said, to, to get through that, um, you know, it's 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 not easy uh, to kill two five on threes in a period. So we got to make sure we're not putting ourselves in those situations. But uh, but penalty kill did a great job, um, big kill in the third period too, and uh, and so uh, big big part of the game. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought we were solid. I thought um, you know, especially in kind of the first fifteen minutes of the second period. That's a, you know, they're they're I think the best second period team in the league, and uh, and they do it by creating turnovers and they do it by playing in the offensive zone. And I thought um, we didn't allow um, that part of their game to to really be effective. I thought we made it real tough for them to get to our zone, and I felt like we uh, we did a nice job getting into the offensive zone ourselves, and obviously. <laughs> Scored a couple goals there, but a lot of big shifts with uh, some strong momentum. No, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, it it happened so quickly. We, you know, we, we come out of the kill there, and 
and I'm talking to guys on the bench, and next thing you know, the puck's in the net. So, uh, but it was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive shot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, it, I mean, whenever you kill a penalty, this group is uh, is very committed right now, and 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 we got every guy playing to win. And uh, and when you want to win so bad, you recognize those moments in the game that are that are crucial. And penalty kill is one of those moments. And so when you have a big kill, it's a big lift for your group, and uh, and especially the way that they're doing it. Yeah, real strong game, real strong game tonight. I could I could tell his his first shift uh, puck comes around, fifty um, fifty battle, and he and he hands down won that battle, and and uh, had a good sense that he was going to be ready to go today. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, can he be better? If, if I, I'll be real happy if he just keeps being as good as he is. Uh, we always try to help our players be better, but um, he's been outstanding. Uh, you know, tonight he he made a lot of real difficult uh, uh, saves look easy, and <clears throat> they, they clearly weren't, and, and you can see it from the bench, just the way that he's challenging, the way he's cutting off angles, the way, um, you know, he settles down uh, plays for us, even the way he's playing the puck. Um, he's putting a lot of confidence into the rest of our group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he's, he's shown it on the defensive side of it. So, um, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, two scoring chances on the same play. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, we're get, I think we're. I think we've been improving in that area. We we really want to be a strong team in the offensive zone. We believe that we have players that. That can help us, um, you know, be that type of team, and I, and I feel like uh, you know some of the things that we've been working on and talking about, um, you know, we have guys that are really strong on the puck, and uh, and and so that means if, if you're doing a real good job and you're strong on the puck, and 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 if they bring a couple guys to you, um, then somebody else is open, and we've been finding those guys, and if they if they choose the other way and they they keep it a one on one, then um, you see a scenario tonight um, where we have the chance to beat somebody. I thought he had a, a strong game. I, you know, I think he kept things real simple with the puck. Uh, I think his, you know, his confidence and, and the, you know, the sort of the um, his sense of what else is available will be there for him. I, he didn't make any mistakes, but um, you know, I, I'd like to see him maybe have a little bit more confidence and 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 uh, and, and try to make a few more plays. But um, his game is and what he played today is what we're, we're also asking of him. We want him to be a real solid defender. And uh, and I thought he did that with a, with an awful lot of confidence. He closed on people quickly. He played physical, um, he, and he was solid. Yeah, I thought I thought both those guys did a nice job. Uh, you know, again, they're 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 trying not to get beat, and sometimes I think they can hold gaps a little bit better, and they can, you know, they can make plays. And it's tough for us to just tell them to do that. That's something that has to come with the, the confidence and the experience of playing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if, for us, like we, we obviously um, the understanding that the, you know we're jockeying for position with these guys. Um, I, I think just as a group, we were really excited to play a, a real meaningful game today, and and an understanding that that's another chance to 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 play our game and to be strong in our game. We wanted to bounce back. We didn't like our game in Colorado, and this was a good bounce back game. But um, certainly, any game that you play right now, like this, like the way that we played today. Um, gives us confidence and builds our game towards the playoffs. Oh, if you can hold on to that three seed, it looks like in the central, it looks like you're destined for a showdown with Minnesota.
Yeah, well, we know. Well, it doesn't. Not for me. I mean, I just want to win, and uh, and I think our group is the same. So we're just trying to. I mean, it's 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 about pride, and you always want to finish as high as you can. So, uh, who we face is who we'll face, but uh, we'll 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 just do our best to make sure we're ready for that. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Just same way, same thing. What we're doing, it doesn't change. You know, we 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 didn't bring a different game plan in. Um, we 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 talked very little about you know things that we're gonna do differently in this game compared to last game or compared to the ten games previous to that. Our game. Our game is the same. Uh, you know, obviously there's adjustments and there's things that we, you know, focus points. Um, but whether we're home, whether we're away, whoever we're playing, um, I think we've got a real strong identity right now, and I think we've got a real uh, strong purpose in how we're trying to play. And uh, and I, in my eyes, that's how you're successful as a team in the playoffs. And then last point, go Cards. The Blues coach, uh, Mike Yo was dead on when he said the Blues came out really intense and a little overboard in the first part of the period. But I'll tell you what, I'd like to see that better than, you know, teams not coming out and really, you know, going crazy. It's a big win for the Blues, 4-1. to one. They're trying to jockey for position with the Predators. Uh, you know, the Blues have uh, two more home games left and then two more games on the road. All important games, not against uh, necessarily playoff teams. And Winnipeg, Carolina, uh, Florida, and um, the Avalanche. But we've seen what the Avalanche did against the Blues uh, just a couple nights ago. We've seen uh, the Jets play very well against the Blues. We've seen the Canes beat the Blues this year. So uh, these are teams that are not going to be easy to beat, even though they're out of the playoffs. The Canes, in my mind, have been one of the best teams in the last two months. The youth is starting to come through for them. And uh, if they would have just came through a little bit earlier, we could be talking about the Hurricanes being in the playoffs. They're still not mathematically out of it, but it's going to be tough for them to get in. So the Blues got some tough games coming up after this huge win against the Predators. I want to thank everybody to, for joining me on this game recap of the Blues versus the Predators. Big win for the Blues, 4-1. to one. The next game we'll be recapping will be the game against the Winnipeg Jets. That will be a home game at Scott's Trade on Tuesday. That game will, of course, start at 7 p.m. The game will be on Fox Sports Midwest and KMOX for those that can't get down to the game. If you haven't seen a Blues game this year, go down. There's only two regular season opportunities left, and I'll tell you what, those playoff tickets are going to be hard to get. If you want some, get them now. Get them while you can. The, you know, If you have the ability to do so through somebody that possibly has season tickets and they don't want to go to all the games in the playoffs, do your best to be there for the Blues because I think from the way they played last night and some of the games in the past 10, 12 games, the past two months, if they play their system, they get to the puck when they dump it in, they're skating, they're moving, they're not standing around. Jake Allen's being great. The Blues are blocking shots. This could be a team that could do well in the playoffs. Let's hope they do that and not go in the opposite direction and uh, you know play bad uh, like they did actually with Ken Hitchcock. Uh, I want to thank everybody for their loyalty again, for downloading all these episodes. Have a great rest of your Sunday night. Have a great week starting out. Don't forget to watch the Blues on Tuesday. Until next time, let's go Blues.
This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.